Welcome, everyone. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Specialist David Erskine. And today we have Captain Cody Denson, and he is the Deputy Director for Public Affairs. So welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, not only is he a uh, Deputy Director, but he's uh, also one of our supervisors. Yay! And he's also the commander of the 108th Public Affairs Attachment. You got a lot going on, man. Two yeah. full-time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Never-ending. Um but uh, along with that, and we'll just kind of jump in right into it as far as jobs and stuff go. Um, you're really, you, you came from the community relations side of the public affairs world. People think, you know, when we say public affairs, they're like, oh, that's pictures and video. But there's much more involved in public affairs. Than Whole just, other side. You know, podcasts and whatever else. Tell us a little bit about our actual community relations program. I guess, you know, why we have it, why it's important, stuff like that. Well, so all the states... And the National Guard have community relations. Um, active duty component does, reserve component. We all have it. We have to hit it a little more heavily than a lot of the active duty units, though, because we're in the community and we activate it for state missions. So we have to have a visual presence throughout our entire state, right? Uh, so we go to schools and parades and large events, and sometimes we have our own even that people come to. Uh, so the importance is that we, we are in betting ourselves in the community, showing that, hey, we are part of this community. We're not just working for the state. We're not some random people living here. <laughs> We're a part of the community. We right. live here with you. Um, and so we've been doing that for, you know, since we've had a community relations program years and years before I even got into the military. <laughs> um, and we have a, a pretty big following, actually, I'd say, compared to a lot of other states. Since I came from another state, I've seen other states kind of you know, how they operate. We get a lot of calls, and we go out to a lot of stuff. It's not just recruiting events. It's career fairs that showcase you know, what we can do. Um, so we go out there, and we have vehicles, static displays. People go and talk about it, all sorts of random stuff like that, right? Um, the air show that we had back in the day, that was a community relations event. Now, you know, th we say this when we throw around, you know, we have all this stuff, and we go out to these places. It's not like we have a yard out here. Sitting with trucks no. and stuff, just waiting for community <laughs> relation events, right? Not at all. No, it's not just uh, pick up a phone and say, "Hey, can y'all have a Hemet down here by noon?" Yeah, that would be really nice. Um, <laughs> no, so and that's part of why we have our, our website actually lays out some of the you know how to go about requesting stuff because we have to reach out to all the units that we have throughout the state. So if you're in the upstate, we're going to try and call a unit in the upstate that's nearby and has people ready to go. Um, it all depends on, you know, if they have personnel ready, if, you know, they've got extra training hours that they can have someone go out, if they have the vehicles out and ready to go, if they're not deployed, if the vehicles aren't at a training site somewhere else. So we have to coordinate all these pieces of manpower, equipment, um, any funds that have to be moved around to move equipment around. You know, some units don't have their equipment with them. Some of them have them here uh, at McCready over in Eastover. So they would have to come get their stuff and then take it somewhere else, stage it, have it ready to go. Um, good example of that's a Columbia Veterans Day Parade. We get some big equipment usually in there. We usually have a tank, um, a paladin, you know, some big items, and those units don't have them at their unit. And so you have to coordinate getting all of them to get people and then get them here. And those people have civilian jobs, <laughs> so they might not be able to be ready. I was about <laughs> to say that. A lot of the times the people who come out to these events aren't necessarily the full-time staff. It's the M-Day yeah. people who are, have been brought in additionally for, for this duty outside of their 
one weekend a month, mm-hmm. as it were. Well, and, and that limits your pull even more because not only is it just the M-Day Force, it's the ones who are particularly licensed on those vehicles. <laughs> so That just limits it down, further and further down. And right? so You have to find <laughs> someone who has free time, who is licensed, can do it, and it, it takes quite a bit of time. Yeah, and but you know, ultimately it boils down. We do it for, for for the microphone to stay in the upright position, but for <laughs> for the uh, for the, the the citizens of of the state of South Carolina because they do, and that's something else to keep in mind that y'all aren't getting like demilled model equipment. Like this is actual equipment that we use. It's our, what we train with. Sometimes we deploy with. Like <laughs> this is our real stuff um, that you know we we bring out and showcase and and interact in the community. Um, now, we've kind of talked about and kind of touched around it a little bit, but why is it important to have that community piece um, other than the fact that we just live here, which is obviously a big deal because we are part of the community. But outside of that, why is it important to have this interaction? Well, being a uh, an asset to the state, we have to build that relationship because we – we work with a lot of state agencies. So a lot of times like there's a public event. So we'll work with these state agencies and it builds those bonds. So we, we get connections to people in um, different departments throughout the state because we are a state asset as well. So, the, you know, communication between us and in the future, we can call that person and be like, Hey, what's going on here? Um, one of the bigger aspects though is for uh, our, our disc emissions. So whenever there's like a hurricane or a flood, you know, whatever, they decide to throw it as that year. Um, yeah. The community is already used to seeing these people, these, you know, the vehicles that show up, they, they know what's going on. So they know what we look like and who we are and they're more willing to work with us um, and us with them as well. Cause you know, now we have that, that bond already in place. It, it could be kind of jarring, I guess, if you randomly saw a, you know, a large military vehicle with, you know, people jumping out of it, rolling down your street, and you don't know what's going on, but they're there to help you. Um, and so this builds that initial, you know, relationship. Um, and also that some of these people have now been to these places. Um, so the soldiers and the airmen driving out to these locations know where to go as well. Now they're familiar <laughs> with it. Um, you know, I was kind of sitting here thinking as you were talking, and we've kind of hit the word a couple times, and I don't know if we've ever just come out and said it, but, you know, we talk about public affairs as a whole, you know, we're kind of the outlet and we, we do a lot of um, showcasing the military to, to the public, both South Carolina and, and nationally. Um, but we kept using the kind of word there and it kind of started sticking in my head, but it's bond. And really that's maybe at the essence, that's what public affairs really does is we facilitate a bond between our military or our state military department components, more specifically South Carolina National Guard and our community. Yeah. Um, because just outside of just the community relations, obviously we, we present content like this for public mm-hmm. consumption. We do uh, the Flickr and YouTube and uh, Divids and all that stuff out there. But then outside of that, we also work a lot with um, the community partners and the state house and the legislators and things like that for events uh, for South Carolina, both to highlight the South Carolina National Guard and highlight the citizens uh, that support the South Carolina National Guard, like the employment uh, uh, opportunity, EG, EGSR, yeah, ESGR, ESGR. There you go. That's why we bring the big guns in, folks. Big guns in for this event. Um, but yeah, and and public affairs does have a large piece involved in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the um, employment uh, department and the uh, service member family care department, um, they put on a large event last year where employers came out to Shaw, and uh, I coordinated the community relations aspect of getting all of our vehicles and stuff out to that flight line. Um, and hang on, I'm probably using improper terminology because I'm not very good in the aviation world. <laughs> okay. um, we'll give them a but, break, uh, <laughs> people. Air guard folks, just hold the comments. Hold the comments. I got the vehicles there. Um, well, no, I did the paperwork <laughs> to get <laughs> them there. there. Um, but, yeah, so we work hand-in-hand because they have uh, a, a more specific grab into the community, right, because they're getting people employed. Um, they're talking directly to employers, and, you know, they're, they're building a – an even deeper network than, than we do sometimes, I think, because they're literally placing people in companies inside the state. Yeah. Um, and so when they're having events to honor those relationships and bonds, again, um, that, that they've made, then we were able to come with them, put on a display for these people, show them, hey, thanks for, you know, everything that you've given us and, you know, everything that we're trying to work with with you. Here's, here's a show for you. Um, and it was a really good event. Um, and, and you talked about that, and you kind of mentioned the paperwork side for public affairs. I think a lot of times um, people think of public affairs as more of kind of reactionary type situation, like uh, like news stories. Once again, kind of going back to the photo and video side of things where something's happening, like, quick, get a photo video person out there to, to capture this moment. But there really is a lot of procedures, processes, and planning that goes into public affairs as a whole. There is, and it's always evolving, too. Um, so like now, uh, you know, there's coordinating with multiple different directorates throughout the national guard, having to get signatures from, you know, this person, this person, and this person going to all these other shops, making sure that, you know, they're actually tracking how to move vehicles, making sure they're okay with training assets and funds and coordinating a lot of stuff. Um, that's typically we ask for that 90 days in advance for any Comrail event because we need some, some, some buffer space to actually, and we're not always <laughs> the, the people who okay it. Sometimes yeah. it has to go out of the state depending on what, what you're actually asking for. It, no, that's true. Um, and a lot of stuff, if, if our equipment's not here, we have to try and find a substitute. So if we, like right now, um, we don't have many tanks that are available for, for these kind of events. Um, and so if they're wanting something like that, it's like, well, we can't do that. We can't fulfill your request. So now I need to work with that person to alter, will you accept this? If I can, you know, can we make this work? Will this work? And so there's a lot of like – um, negotiating that can go on for some events. And obviously there's some events that we you know, can't participate in. We, we have our own set of rules and regulations as well. Um, we can't bring, you know, a, a helicopter to someone's birthday party. You know, that's <laughs> not a thing. Um, well, that was my request, <laughs> so, and I guess that's not going to get approved this year. Yeah, you're not the only person to request <laughs> okay, it, actually. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and, and – we kind of touched on something else there. And obviously, once again, we go back to the fact that we interact with the public. But a lot of times the, the things we do, and not to say the other areas in the in the South Carolina National Guard don't have to interact with uh, public and civilian authorities and things like that on a regular basis, but we're definitely knee-deep in it. So we're constantly pulled between making sure everything's met on the military side of things and things are okay with whatever regulations yeah. the civilian authorities may have as, as we, you know, roll a tank through mm-hmm. Columbia for the Veterans Day parade. Exactly, and, and for that, they have, um, there's usually a, an officer that we have to coordinate with and just be like, hey, you know, this is what we're bringing, you know, are you going to block off part of the road? Do you want to escort our stuff? We've got something large that's going to probably take up a lane and a half. How can we work with you? 
And and so you know that's um that's a unique situation to be in because kind of constantly torn between two word two worlds and and mm-hmm. you're you you're taking maybe plug A and plug C and trying to find the adapter B that basically fits the two together. <laughs> wow, that was a good that was a good electrical <laughs> yeah. type thing. I came up I with feel that so much completely smarter. on the fly anyway. <laughs> um but yeah, basically that's that's what a lot of public affairs mm-hmm. stuff does. And I've mentioned this before uh, about public affairs officers. Um they get in the nitty gritty, not to say that other officer career fields don't, but um generally enlisted in the, in the, in the officers in the public affairs world, we wind up working extremely close together where y'all are, uh, y'all are dealing with a lot of planning and movement. And we're part of that piece moving and stuff. And a lot of times we have to understand what y'all are doing and y'all have to understand what we're doing more importantly. Um, what's, what's that been like for you? Because you weren't always public affairs. No. So I'm technically a, a 19 series. Um, so armor world more on the scouts than the tanks, but I mean, we got to dabble in both. Um, so th- there are, there's, there's, there's differences because right. The mission is very different. It's because we are that community bridge. So it's not just, I get an op order. I've got a mission to run. We plan it. We rehearse it. We can go knock it out. It's, this entity who follows an entirely different set of rules has requested something of us, and I need to get me and my small team to be able to make this happen. <laughs> I mean, and it, so there's parallels there, but it's also very different because it's you're not just playing by your rules anymore. You're having to like adapt to someone else's rules. It's nothing you can plan for in advance because you don't know they're saying, "Hey, I'm going to need this," and you're going to need. Five vehicles, a water buffalo, I need a helicopter, and I need two of your people there to take a picture of it. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, who are you? What am I allowed to do over there? Like, what do you want from us, really? Like, you've said items, but what product do you really want out of this? Yeah. And, and so it's, it is a very different world, whereas, you know, in a scout platoon, when I was a platoon leader, it was like, all right, here's our mission. Go. <laughs> this team is going to be doing this. This team's going to do this. Here's our capabilities. We know that, and that's how far we can go with that. This is like, I have to learn everyone else's capabilities. Like, you know, what units have what around here? Where my people, you know, it, you know, like if you don't live here in Columbia, you live somewhere like upstate, right? I have to be like, all right, that person can go up there and coordinate that piece or can go take photos of that. <laughs> it, it, it's a little bit of a different game because it's not just in the field. Like the state is our field. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pond got bigger all it of a sudden did, for some reason. Um, now I'm going I'm to give a, take a moment here to give a quick nod because we, we kind of tap, tap dance around a little bit. There's a reason that the JAG office is right down the hallway from public affairs. <laughs> and chaplain. <laughs> and chaplain. Um, uh, outside of us, uh, being special staff, uh, we do work hand in hand a lot with, with those, those groups in the JAG office that obviously helps us out a, a good bit on some yes. of these questions because we're not always the legal experts yep. on them. I've definitely brought a request to couple of the JAG officers and be like, I don't know about this. I need you to tell me if we can do this. Right. You know, and they've taken, um, we have, you know, rules and regulations, you know, and uh, we've been like, hey, can you read ours? You know, can you go through our AR? Because we need you to know what we're coming to ask you because we're going to come with a lot of weird questions. As simple as, you know, can we serve this item? You know, can we bring soldiers to, you know, usher people at an event? No, we can't because of our regulations and what we're told from our hires. So it's like you have to have that jag sometimes, and sometimes people don't believe what we say. So we're like, all right, here is our actual, like, 
the lawyer field, uh, the legal <laughs> field in the guard telling you that, no, we can't. These yeah. people are trained in this type <laughs> of thing. So, um, and, and more, more to that point is basically there is a lot, once again, that goes into, in, into public affairs. It's not just run out, snap a quick photo and video. Sometimes it is. Yeah. I'm not saying that that so doesn't exist. Sometimes that is. But Some- typically, if you think it's as easy as you think it is, more than likely there's more behind the yeah. scenes that needs to go into it than you really yeah. think. And, and that's the same for, like, any branch. Yeah. You know, like, every, like, what's the stereotype? You know, an infantryman, you drop them in a battlefield, and they, they go and do the mission. They, you know, <laughs> they pull scatter. triggers. They, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. But there's a lot more behind it than that. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have their own specific career, like, you know, career field. You know, jobs are all different. Some might do this. Some might do that. Someone yeah. had to plan this. Yeah. They probably got medics attached to the unit. Like, there's so much more behind it. And it's it's the same thing with us. It's just that we're that good at it. It looks yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we're, we That's have just to, the state of South Carolina. Oh, uh, yeah. You, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, we have to, we always what have mean, to. Yes. We're awesome. I know. You used to tell everybody all the time. I know. <laughs> I mean, you have to repeat it. Yeah, I know. The more you say it, the more real it is, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. We're just uh, we're that awesome. A little bit of state pride. Nothing wrong with that. Um, they have they have transplant state pride. Yeah, but That's I've been true. here for a very. I've been here most of my life, so. and he just likes it here. So yeah, yeah. I needed to get away <laughs> somewhere else. And come somewhere a few hours down the road. Yeah. Um, so uh, well, sir. Uh, I know you got a busy day. Uh, I appreciate you stopping by for these few moments to kind of go over this. Uh, Comrail stuff's out there. Like you mentioned, our, our website, uh, seguard.ng.mil. Uh, and it's not just for people listening to know. If you are in the Guard and you're a full-timer at a unit, you need to know some of the Comrail stuff too because people will walk up to your armory and ask you all sorts of random stuff, and that can get you in trouble if you do the wrong thing. <laughs> there you go. So training points. The stuff's out there on the web. It's easy to get to. It's not on a dot .mil network per se. Uh, you can get to it from home. You can check out stuff there in the course of your quest. If you got any questions about Comrail, then obviously now we know the uh, office and uh, the person at least gets yes. you in the right right direction. And the website has the email that is a mass list for everyone who gets on the request, not just me. <laughs> so once again, sir, we appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for having me. You got anything else, Baker? No, but I, you weren't here earlier to know what the outro is. So I mean, sorry guys, you're, we're going to see behind the scenes stuff right now. Okay. Unless we just cut this out. No, no, go ahead. We'll leave it in. <laughs> okay. This is the real world. <laughs> All right. All right. This, yeah. So what's the like, outro? This this is the outro. You want you want to see so you can do it next time? Yeah, let's it, go. It's that extra planning stuff we were talking about. <laughs> we didn't plan see. this part. <laughs> that's because you you had Th- other things. That's going why on. this is entertaining. And there's oh, yeah. no real plan there, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> All right. So. Well, thank you guys for watching. If you like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and we will catch you guys in the next episode.